Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, coming here with another great podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to refer your friends, neighbors, relatives. Go to thecvpn.com or chrisvosspodcastnetwork.com. Of course, you can see us on Twitter now. We're actually doing more broadcasts on Periscope. So if you follow me on Twitter at Chris Voss, you can see us on uh, Periscope there and you can, uh, you know, interact and all that uh, good stuff. So let's get back to some of the normal. Uh, life is starting to return to the United States. Uh, people are starting to go back to work a little bit. Some of these states are starting to reopen. And some of the chitter-chatter that's coming across the wires of companies, tech companies, that we usually talk about on the Chris Voss Show, uh, are starting to show signs of movement towards what will be uh, hopefully reopening for everyone in the future. So let's get into that. I hope you're all safe and you're staying well. I hope you're all wearing your mask, staying six feet apart, and being really good. Uh, That or at least hopefully you're reading the news about this stuff. This virus is one evil... um, one evil uh, little virus, and uh, the lasting effects that it seems to be doing to people is not cool in any way, shape, or form. So uh, Alphabet today is in the news, uh, and Google, they reported uh, revenue uh, earnings uh, where they were up on year-over-year revenue. Now keep in mind, a lot of this may be from the last quarter, um, so uh, it may make a difference in what their future is going to be. I don't know. Uh, their... Uh, their headcount grew up to 135,000 people um, to 123,000 people, so it was up 20,000, which is kind of interesting in the news. I'm going to bring you next on that. Um, and uh, they uh, also reporting, according to The Verge, uh, their teleconferencing service Meet from Google is adding 3 million new users per day. It's up from 2 million early this month with 100 million daily active users compared to Zoom's 300 million. Uh, Meet, I believe, is kind of a lot more for like enterprise sort of discussions where Zoom is kind of open to everyone. Uh, I actually tried to use Meet and get on it, but it's kind of designed for, uh, you know, large companies and things of that nature. Um, But uh, it's kind of interesting to me because I... um, I remember the Google Hangouts days, and I remember how popular that was, how great it was when it first launched, uh, and it was just revolutionary, and you could add like all sorts of people. Uh, sadly, um, Ganatra, the, the idiot who was running Google Plus at the time, uh, just with his ego and everything else, shanked that whole Google Plus product, and uh, they ended up disassembling Hangouts Plus. Which is funny because I think they're still using the same technology, but it's kind of sad that they're just, you know, they were so far ahead in the future that that uh, uh, now we really could use something like Google Hangouts. And uh, the great part about it was it t- had incredible uh, 1025 output. I don't even think I get 1025, 1024 output with uh, Zoom. Um, and, um, yeah, and... Uh, they, they shelved it, so there you go. But here's the next part that's kind of interesting to that expansion of their jobs number. Uh, according to CNBC and an email to staff, uh, Google CEO uh, says that the company will allow employees to return to the offices no earlier than June 1st. They're going to take a staggered approach, um, so that should be pretty interesting um, at uh at what they're going to take and do. They're going to open that up and they're going to stagger it. And I guess they're going to have to, uh, one thing I'm seeing, I, I saw this on, I believe LinkedIn, but I saw that there are companies that build dividers and, 
um, and stuff, you know, cubicles, things of that nature, walled off offices, those are now popular again. <laughs> you know, I remember building cubicles for our companies uh, years and years ago. And then uh, the tech companies went to this open space world where, you know, they just had these huge open spaces and, you know, everyone just kind of gets a desk. And even then it's not your desk. It's kind of a community desk, if you will. And uh, now we're going back to cubicles and walled off areas so that you can't give each other the virus, which is kind of questionable because if you're all using the same air conditioning, this is an airborne, highly infectious disease. Is that even going to matter? Uh, if it's still just pumping through the air, I don't know, but I guess we're going to find out <laughs> like a lot of the things that are going on right now. Uh, we don't know. We're just going to find out. So there you go that way. Um, let's see what else do we have up here? Uh, oh, alphabet is, which is, you know, part of a uh, Google. It's a wrap of their, of their products. Uh, their quarter one earnings show that the pandemic is responsible for a significant slowdown in ad revenues with $33.8 billion in revenue from ads. Their stock is up 9% after hours, which is kind of weird. <laughs> Why would your stock be up when you're losing revenues? But um, diminished expectations of what they do for ads. Um, this was an interesting story because I recently came up to Utah to work on a book and I tripped across this story uh, three or four months ago about a company called Banjo. And they were doing some of this uh, really sketchy sort of AI surveillance stuff. And what they were doing was they were uh, going in and allowing, um, they were looking for different ways they could use AI to do facial recognition. And um, it was really sketchy. The attorney general did some underhanded stuff that was probably uh, not ethical from what from what was being called out on it. But basically, they uh, they ended up approving some funds, dirty wise, in their legislature to pay these guys. I think it was like three quarters of a million dollars, or maybe it was seventy five million. It was it was some sort of extraordinary amount. They're just like, holy crap. And it was like an underhanded deal where they were going to work with police agencies to do facial recognition to build a database, um, much like what you see in China's database system. Um, there was another company back east that was also reported doing this that made the news. We talked about that several months ago on the Chris Voss Show. And they were also working with uh, agencies. And what they had done is they had probably illegally scraped uh, Facebook, social media, Twitter, all these different places. They scraped everyone's face from the websites, built their own database that was larger than police databases and everything else. Well, there was some kind of dirty deals that went on with this company Banjo and how they finally they went around all the states trying to find a willing uh, legislature and attorney general to do that. Uh, they finally found one in Utah and that I guess just doesn't give a shit about civil liberties. Um, and they did a deal with the attorney general to take and, uh, start this AI Chinese process that you see where they're, they're keeping track of facial recognition and, uh, violating civil liberties. Um, and it was kind of a dirty deal. I, I can't remember who called it out, I, I, but, uh, but it's, it's kind of gotten to stunk up the Utah politics here because, uh, this is the same thing that this is the beginnings of us going down the steps of the AI facial recognition that you see in China. 
um, you see in there in China's social credit thing, where if they see you, you know, buying liquor or uh, being a troublemaker, uh, or if it, it basically affects your credit and your ability to travel, purchase, uh, they basically lock you down based upon your social ability. So there's been some concern from a lot of us in the tech community that this sort of AI copying of what's going on in in uh, China will lead to more loss of civil liberties, uh, our First Amendment rights, uh, our identities, which have been stolen so much by Facebook already. Uh, and so this company called Banjo, um, they are banked, they are backed by SoftBank. If you're not familiar with SoftBank, they're a Chinese firm. Um, and uh, basically, SoftBank uh, is, uh, they raised nearly, uh, with, with SoftBank, there is $223 million. And uh, turns out, the, uh, the uh, I can't remember who broke this story. Uh, I believe it was the New York, uh, it was somebody big. I'm seeing one zero here as the reference to this. But I know it was really big. Um, but the CEO turns out to have been at one time a neo-Nazi. He was involved in the drive-by shooting of a Jewish synagogue. And <laughs> 47-year-old co-founder and CEO of the surveillance startup Banjo. And he admits to it. It's it's in record. They have the court records in the court records. I guess he was a little underage when he did it. So... He didn't do any severe time for it. And I think times have probably changed from when this happened. I mean, this is, uh, he's 47 now, so he's in his early uh, 20s or younger, teens or younger. Um, and uh, he kind of got off with a wrist slap at the time. These days, with the way hate laws work and stuff, he'd probably be in prison for a long time. So this guy who is out to violate your civil rights uh using facial recognition AI technology to violate your privacy and to uh, store your images um, used to be a neo-Nazi and shot up a synagogue. I mean, you just, you just can't make this stuff up people. Holy crap. So uh, the Utah AG finally now is dragged out into the light. Uh, they've suspended their state contract now that they found out that he was uh, used to be with the KKK, and they suspend the surveillance tech uh, while they audit uh, the data privacy business, which was what they should have done before when this first came out. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, this this story smirks of so much different irony and everything else. Um, the attorney general's office, of course, did no background check on this. They were so busy. Uh, throwing money at these guys. I'm trying to come up with the amount that they gave them. Uh, the guy even admitted to it that, yeah, I did some bad things, stupid things when I was a kid, but uh, there you go. He was uh, in skidhead gangs, white supremacist things. Um, and, uh, yeah, so um, basically uh, he's come down and he's given uh, numerous contracts with the AG to police departments in Utah, including Park City and Ogden, Utah. And uh, they don't give a whole list of the company local customers that have been made public, but Ogden and city officials did not respond for comment to the story from the Salt Lake Tribune. Um, the Park City Police Department's free access to Banjo system because it's part of a pilot program. The city's police chief has said about half of the city's business 
businesses allow Banjo to access their surveillance cameras, and Ogden's contract includes coverage for 17 months at a cost of 136000 So here, here was, now I remember what the deal was on this. Basically, it allows, uh, it allows Banjo to tap into the city's surveillance cameras and other businesses' cameras uh, for the city that the city owns, and uh, it gets to record all that data and do facial recognition, which you have no idea that you're being spied on. There's a database being built for you and about you. This is some dirty stuff that's uh, long been talked about and long been uh, uh, warned against in the tech to uh, in the tech world, where. Uh, we, this is, you know, we're walking right down the steps of being a big brother society being 1984. This is George Orwellian types of stuff and it's going on and people just don't seem to even notice. So <laughs> evidently the, uh, evidently the attorney generals and some of these police departments didn't even do their own due diligence to find out this guy was a KKK leader and shot up his synagogue. Like didn't anyone do it like a criminal background check on this guy like i don't know this this whole deal is so fucking dirty if you get a chance to read up on i'm sure there's going to be a shit ton of information coming out about this dirty utah deal but uh yep there you go uh next up the uh information reports according to source uber executives are discussing cutting 20 percent 20% of its 27,000 headcount in the coming weeks. The company veteran CTO uh, has resigned. Uh, so looks like there's more layoffs coming. Uh, what is 20% of 2,700 or 27,000? Excuse me. That would be 2,700 times two. So that would be 5,000, 5,400 people being laid off. So stack that onto the next 26 million people that have filed for unemployment. And God knows how many uh, will get on the next hit as well when those numbers, unemployment numbers come out. Um, what else do we have? More layoffs. Jesus Christ. Um, YouTube adds fact checks info boxes to some searches above the search results in the U.S. after launching in Brazil and India last year. The program launched in Brazil and India last year. YouTube adds additional information panels containing information from its network so you can uh, fact check info boxes on the searches you do and I guess self-report different things that are might be of issues. Uh, according to TechCrunch, Apple's added COVID-19 testing site information apple maps across the u.s and makes improvements to its mobility trend site i've given apple a lot of shit over the years i really like what them and google are doing uh to help the COVID 19 crisis they've developed an app uh, they've they've of course added this to their apple maps so if you want to go get tested you can go get tested i i heard some interesting things today they've they're they're finding with more and more testing that new york uh New York, a lot of New Yorkers had the COVID virus long before, not long before, I don't want to imply that it's a long-term thing, but uh, for a while before um, but the real outbreak set in and, and, and it got really um, 
obvious that there was an issue. So that virus was going around for a longer time than we knew and probably has been more widespread and more responsible for deaths. When you see that figure today, it's almost, I believe it's 55, 56,000 people dead of the coronavirus. Um, realize that there's some important stories that I saw recently that show the average amount of deaths normally per season. And there's an incredible increase of deaths at this time that are unattributed to coronavirus. And they're pretty sure that that coronavirus has been killing people probably long before we first realized it, and it's been stalking around this country, uh, California, etc. So there you go um, with that. Uh, what else do we have up on the news? Um, according to the Wall Street Journal, sources say Zuckerberg is more actively in charge of Facebook after five departures from the board of directors since 2019 as he attempts to consolidate decision-making. Facebook is a monopoly. They need to be investigated. They're being investigated by a ton of uh, attorney generals as monopoly antitrust around the nation. And they're looking at all the different things they do, price fixing, et cetera, et cetera, control of ads, control of uh, news media, et cetera. I mean, basically, they've you know gone to news media several times and said, if you want to be on our platform, you have to pay us. Um, you know, I... I, I I can never get traction anywhere at the Chris Voss show on Facebook if I post it in the free sections uh, because their algorithm knows that I have a fan page, so they want to force me to pay for it. That's pretty damn evil when you think about it. I think I think uh, Facebook needs to be investigated. Uh, there needs to be an antitrust thing. Uh, I'm all for Mark Zuckerberg resigning, uh, and I'm, I'm not really happy about how they feel that their politicians' ads can lie to us and they're willing to sell us over a barrel. We're in the fix that we're in right now because of Facebook. Facebook pretty much handed the election in 2016 to a madman, and we are in the position we are now because of them, and now they want to make lying political ads and do it again because they, they just don't care. They just, they're just playing to uh, cause trouble. According to the New York Times, Instagram has been overrun with cash giveaways, which are often framed as charity, but are part of a growth schemes run by social media marketing firms. I'm seeing a lot of this on Twitter, too. There's these guys who claim to give away money, and they post, they post things about how we give away money, and then you give us money on a GoFundMe. I really am concerned about these, these things, and they're, they're kind of like, uh, what would you call them, like follow farms? And they're basically, yeah, follow us and retweet us and uh, we'll send you and then DM us your your PayPal or your or your Venmo or whatever information, which I kind of I, I get suspicious when anybody wants it on my email when they're communicating with me on social platform because I'm like, why do you need that? So you can see if I can give you the email for my login to my accounts. Uh, I've got some stuff up for sale on Craigslist and I keep getting this. Uh, weird email from different people that are scammers going, uh, hey, you know that one product you're selling? I forgot what it is. Can you email my dad because he wanted to buy it? And I'm like, you don't know which product you wanted to buy? Uh, yeah, something's going on there. So, uh, and I'm sure what they're doing is they're farming emails to try and get logins probably either to my uh, Craigslist or, or probably my other accounts and uh, maybe other data about me and what's going on and so they can hack my accounts. So be very wary of some of these different things that are going on, especially when they're like follower farm sort of programs where they're, they're like, follow us and retweet us and we'll pay you. 
Um, I would be very skeptical of those things. And I don't care if they're posting things where they're like, here's all the people we paid. And on one case, I saw people contributing to a GoFundMe and it was getting paid out the other side, which makes me really suspicious. Um, I think at one point you just kind of, you could turn into a pyramid scheme and it might be interesting to see if, uh, the IRS is looking into any of that sort of stuff. I don't know if you're, if you're asking people to pay you through a money laundering service, a GoFundMe to give you cash and you're skimming off some of that. And then you're claiming to give a bunch of it away. Uh, that sounds to me like you should be registered for an IRS 503B or C where you're a charity foundation. Um, I hope, hopefully the IRS will look into them. Um, it just, it just seems really weird. Uh, TechCrunch, uh, Spotify's Anchor launched a tool that turns video chats into podcast-ready audio. Works with a range of video chat products, including FaceTime and Instagram Live. This is podcasting for the lazy and ignorant. Um, look, I hate to be mean to Spotify's Anchor. The Chris Voss Show and all eight of her podcasts are on uh, Spotify. I mean, they're listed on iTunes, Google Play, and every place else. So, you know, awesome sauce. But I got to tell you, man, um, the anchor, the problem with anchor is you don't control your platform. You're on Spotify's app. So if they ever decide to destroy the app, all of your all your records are gone. <laughs> I don't know if there's a way to download it now, but you're basically building on someone else's platform and you don't have your own. The Chris Voss uh, show, for example, is fully owned and fully hosted by the Chris Voss service. Uh, we use Blueberry uh, to help pump everything and share it to the different systems like Apple and Google Play and all that sort of good stuff. But even then, they don't really do all that much other than statistical sort of measurement for us. We handle everything through their plugin. So uh, without their plugin, we wouldn't have that. But the plugin makes sure that everything can get distributed to all the different places. Um, and it's basically like an XML or an RSS feed. That's basically what the app does. It, it manages the RSS feed of our stuff, and then it helps the WordPress know which which posts are, you know, like a normal posts, which posts are the Chris Foss show. So uh, for the podcast, that is. Um, so anyway, I mean, if you use Anchor, uh, Anchor might be a good way to decide if you really want to become a podcaster. I can't recommend it. If you really want to be a podcaster, contact with me. We consult on that sort of stuff. Um, next up. On the thing, uh, according to TechCrunch, Instagram launches a way for users to fundraise for nonprofits while live streaming, showing streamers a breakdown of donors so they can give them a shout out. Just kind of interesting. Yes, that's the new way to raise money to fundraise for nonprofits uh, doing live streaming. I'm seeing more people using the live streaming feature on Instagram. I suppose they should be doing the same thing, huh? Oh my God, it's so many places to distribute to. Oh my God. What are we going to do? Um, according to TechCrunch, Ford says it's launch delaying the commercial launch of its self-driving vehicle services being developed with Argo AI 2020-22 and reassess its strategies among COVID-19. This really sucks, man. I was really looking forward to autonomous vehicles. I thought, we, I thought we'd be here by now. Um, 
I was looking forward to disposable cars, not having to own a car and just being able to, anytime I want a car, just like call it up on the app and be like, Hey, there's a car. There's not a driver or anybody I have to talk to or deal with. But now with COVID-19, a lot of, uh, I believe Waymo had to take their stuff off of, um, off of, uh, offline, the Waymo vehicles that were self-driving, everything is kind of getting pushed back that way, if you will. So God damn it. This, this virus is just ruining everything and sadly killing, uh, lots of innocent, uh, decent people that when that, uh, is before their time. According to TechCrunch also, there's a lot of TechCrunch news today. Spotify launches Shop, a consumer shopping app that allows users to browse recommended and local products and buy using the one-click shop process. Did I say Spotify? <laughs> I have blinded one eye. Shopify. Spotify Shop. I was like thinking to myself, why is there a shop for Spotify? Is that because you can buy shit on the records? It's a consumer shopping app that allows users to browse recommended local products and buy using the one-click shop checkout process shopify um so evidently they're focusing on local there you go what are you gonna do and uh interesting story on cnbc you should probably read this how a handful of employees at apple quickly pushed for the development of a contact tracing API in collaboration with Google in less than a month. This is an extraordinary story. Uh, if you haven't got a chance to do it, I think it's awesome what they're doing. Um, and uh, evidently when this thing comes out, you're going to be able to, you know, you can log in, you can check your symptoms, but also let you know if you have passed somebody, I guess in a relatively short amount of time, um, or you were within range of somebody who ends up coming down with the virus and they'll give you a warning saying you may have the virus as well. Um, it's kind of interesting. I'm kind of wondering what privacy I have to give up for this, but uh, if it keeps me from getting the virus, I know I've come in contact with, well, there you go. And it's supposed to either work with Bluetooth or uh, proximity somehow, which would have to be Bluetooth on your phone. And um, it's going to communicate. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do this privacy wise where the information shielded, um, because I don't know if, if, if they're going to say you got too close to Bob Jones last week at a party, how do you know it's Bob Jones? You get me? So Edward Snowden is probably screaming at the top of his lungs on this one. Uh, but I don't know, maybe something we have to give up another first amendment, right? We have to give up. Oh my God. It just never ends. It's just going to be 1984 someday with Darwin or Darwin, not Darwin, George Orwell. I get a lot of that Darwinism mixed up when I see the uh, idiots out uh, protesting without masks and shit. And you're just like, seriously? And they're like, give me liberty or death. And you're like, actually, you're getting both. So good for you. <laughs> Way to go. Sad part is you're going to kill a bunch of people with you. Uh, according to Bloomberg, TripAdvisor says it will cut 600 U.S. positions and 300 globally. It's going to shut its San Francisco and downtown Boston offices. Uh, most remaining employees will take a 20% cut. Whoa, that's pretty damn brutal. Um, so does are they going to keep the owl? Does the owl get a? Are they going to cut the owl? Woo, TripAdvisor. I guess they're going to have to do that because I mean I don't see people traveling anytime soon. 
So that'll be kind of interesting to see how that goes and everything else. So that's some of the news that stuck out to me today and uh, everything else. If you want to be on the Chris Voss Show, uh, send a proposal to us. You can go to thecvpn.com or chrisvosspodcastnetwork.com. Also, subscribe to the show and get your friends to subscribe to the show as well. Uh, also, I appreciate you guys being here. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Stay at home as much as you can. Don't infect other people. Remember, it's not about you. It's about people uh, that have uh, immunodeficiencies, people that are high risk, and it's about keeping those hospital uh, numbers down because God knows those uh, those uh, frontline hospital workers that are working in ICUs and stuff are our heroes and soldiers right now in this battle. Um, so anyway, guys, that's my story. I'm sticking to it, and we'll see you next time.